Hello, everyone. Uh, I hope you guys are doing well. Happy Friday. Uh, I hope you guys are looking forward to the weekend, and I hope you're looking forward to hearing uh, us talk about, well, lots of stuff, including Loki Episode 4, The Multiverse, Spider-Man No Way From Home, uh, Tom Holland and Zendaya getting it on. That's something that we're going to be talking about as well. A bit, not much. Uh, what else? We've got some the Bad Batch, Star Wars The Bad Batch. We've got uh, The Tomorrow War, which has come out. Uh, I haven't seen it, but my good friend Clint has, and Clint will be joining us in just a second. I just wanted to, before bringing Clint in, I just want to say hello to everyone in the chat. So hello to Sean Harrigan. I hope, you go, hope you're doing very well. He says, here be major plot points. Yes. <laughs> well, first off, if you haven't watched Loki Episode 4, uh, this is probably not the best thing to be watching right now. So maybe go and watch it and then catch this in the replay because uh, there will be spoilers. And Reese says, hello there. Hello to you, Reese." And uh, I then got Reese's name wrong. And then he says, um, uh, do you think we'll get backstories or at least flashbacks for different um, Loki variants? So yes, Clint and I will get into that. Uh, in a second and let's welcome clint onto the show how are you doing clint hey hey how's it going i'm very good i'm very very good uh i'm looking forward to talk about loki i'm looking forward to talking about spider-man uh i'm not so looking forward to talk about tom holland and zendaya but i suppose we've got to mention <laughs> that uh, at some point uh how are you doing yes you're doing well i'm doing man i'm doing great like i said i was uh watching am i how's my audio am i loud or crackling or yeah anything? you're fine it's a bit crackly it's uh okay. it's a bit yeah, crackly. there's something going on over here i'll yeah. just there we go um i'm doing That's great better. man i was i was just watching chris pratt and uh yep and then I said, hey, are we doing this live stream thing? Let's do this. I didn't even yeah. finish the movie. I'm most of the way through. So I'm not quite I'm not quite done. But uh, so far, it's been a good ride. Yeah. And yeah. given I mean, that that's that's good because I haven't heard very good things about that film, going to be honest. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but we'll, we'll get into that in a bit. I wanted to start off by talking about Loki episode four, which was released on Wednesday. We're both talking a bit about it afterwards. Oh, yeah. uh, what did you think of the episode? Um, I I enjoy. Hold on a second. <laughs> and there we go. Says, there we go. I'm just like shaking, shaking things. There we go. All right. Uh, there is some crackling going on. Danzig says, "Yes, I can hear you, Clem Fandango." Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Sorry, I've got to, I've got to mention this. Kazakh yeah. says, "Does ba does Amber baby?" <laughs> does oh no. Does, I think it's a he actually. I think it's a boy. Gets a oh, British boy. accent. We well, you know what? As far as Amber Heard's baby's concerned, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> like, where did that come out of? Hey, um, babies are off off limits. You don't get to talk about babies. <laughs> I know, but also you don't get to post babies on social media. Come on, guys! Like seriously, <laughs> don't post newborn babies on social media. But um, as far as Amber Heard's concerned, when was she pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's yeah. the question I, I have with that i one. don't know <laughs> she wasn't hiding for a while like you didn't see, really see her for a long time uh yeah. if you really think about it it's like this last year's has flown by so i mean who that knows? is true that yeah. is true amber heard friend of the show of course friend of the show yes. uh Kazakh says amazon baby oh no <laughs> oh no uh right so yeah what did you think of loki i loved it man uh it was it was crazy um, it proved my theory wrong of uh, of it being the Enchantress, you mm. know. But I'm like, maybe I'm still right, and they'll twist something later. I doubt it. But uh, but it was fun uh, that they threw in the love thing. They're like, yes, love will change, will uh, will cause a, a crazy event that will screw everything up. I think that's yeah. awesome. Um, the after credit scene 
man, I'm glad I, I didn't like rush off and not see the after credit. I wonder how many people missed the after credit scene. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it just leaves so many questions. You know what I mean? Like, what's going on over there? Where did yeah. uh, Owen Wilson? Wow. It's, there's a wow. Wow. <laughs> you know, did he wake up in a, on a jet ski somewhere? You know, Probably. like, yeah. It, it, like, is he in the same place as Loki? Is it uh, spoilers? You know, it's yeah. like, what's going on? And, uh, I went back and I started watching the uh, started watching the uh, the trailer for next week's episode just to try the little teaser to try and yeah. see what, what else is going on. And, you know, and uh, they showed like a vote for Loki, President Loki guy there. Yeah. And then and uh, and then they show a bunch of guys that are with knives uh, and that didn't look like Loki's. So that's that's a that's interesting because that means maybe they're not just loki's that's that's what that was a big wonder uh do they is this a prison for all loki's or is everyone at this place um and you know who who knows that i guess they don't have to have any definite rules but uh maybe those weren't loki's because they didn't look like they didn't look like loki's so uh, so well, maybe the, the, Owen people the people behind him you mean the yeah people, when, whenever yeah. he's like yeah. wearing the vote for the thing there's a whole bunch of knives that go up it, like if you i paused it and i looked at all those people and i go i don't think those are other lokis i think they're just randos so like, I, yeah i so, have a theory about that actually oh what's your theory i think that's another variant i think that's another loki variant oh and, for sure for sure yeah it, i don't think that's the same loki that you know that we've we've been following throughout this whole series i think that's a different one and uh, I, I think there's going to be a lot of different versions. And then the three that you see at the beginning right. are, will be the main ones. So we've got Kid Loki, got Golden Age Loki, played by Richard E. Grant. Uh, and then we have, uh, what do they call him? Um, they, they did re reveal a name for the kind of the one Alligator with the hammer. Loki? They got alligator Loki, yeah, which is uh, it was in German on the German credits. It was boastful Loki, boastful, boastful Loki, Loki. Yeah. yeah, that's it. And so that makes you makes you believe it looks like a different version of Mjolnir. It makes you uh, believe maybe that's a Loki that defeated Thor, you know, yeah. uh, in another in another place. And also in that trailer, there was another Loki with like a with like the the furry. Uh, cloak with the furry collar with mm. mjolnir like yeah. with Thor's, like 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 hammer that, that's, you know what I, mean? that's, I think that's boastful loki i think that's, it, that's, the hammer looked different the hammer and, oh, and, the at the end of the episode yeah. and that hammer looked different that actually looked like thor like the, the yeah. hammer that we know in the, in, so that, on the that could, yeah that could be a variant of loki that actually became thor yes yeah. exactly Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think it's, I think it's weird. And, and I might've jumped ahead of myself, uh, speaking ahead of my thinking, but, but like the first thing I thought was, okay, is this just a place where variant Lokis go? Mm. You know what I mean? And maybe they they picked a different place for every person. So then you, you've got like a, a whole bunch of, uh, um, Mobiuses are somewhere else and all the, like they pick, pick different places. It's like a prison, yeah. kind of like they threw, uh, they threw, uh, Loki in a, in that prison where he's getting beat up every five minutes, which was hilarious. Um, Lady Sif, who's back? Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. She's great. I love her. She's yeah. great in Blind Spot too. She's really good. But but uh, but yeah. So that was my first thought, and then uh, but uh, seeing those other people on that part was it was a good indicator that maybe there's going to be other people, and maybe we'll see uh, Owen Wilson in with him, or who knows? I mean, there's like it's a multiverse, so who knows where they all go? Well, that's that's uh, the thing. Yeah, I think that, yeah. I think really this is the confirmation to me, at least. I, I, I put it up in the title that this is the this is the kind of confirmation of the multiverse. The multiverse is kind of a weird kind of post-apocalyptic kind of like it's almost like you know you know how in in the dc comics world they kind of have 
the speed force which is a bit like that it's like kind of a, a an area where they can go they can travel through and then they can go into different different kind of timelines and things like that. i wonder whether that's that because in the background uh you've got stark tower which looks all kind of decrepit and like the be you know it, it looks like a kind of apocalyptic place and i think that all i think is i think mobius is going to be there as well because you know what that moment in the episode when <laughs> mobius was pruned i didn't think i cared about mobius that much <laughs> yeah i was like no <laughs> <laughs> i was so upset and i yeah. was just you you can't kill Owen Wilson. What the hell? And then the, the moment, I'm sorry, but, uh, but I just want to talk about the moment when um, Loki is about to admit that he loves himself. Uh, then he gets uh, he gets pruned himself. So a lot of people, I think, think that's how the episode ended, uh, which is what you were referring to earlier. But what did you want to say, Clint? Oh, is that, uh, I was just going to say that that moment that that they do that to him. Then, then I was like, oh, Okay, mm -hmm. it, you know what I mean? Like it, like there's hope, but then for just a split second, um I thought maybe this was like does this mean that this is going to be all about uh, about Lady Loki now cuz she's a Loki. Yeah. They could keep the thing going and I was like no. And uh, I don't I don't know, man. It's a it's crazy. It's a it who knows. I have no idea what they're going to do now. So I mean, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm sure. And there's theories too. There's multiple theories I've heard theories about a uh, uh Kang the Conqueror, yeah, you know, and then uh, and then there's other people that are talking about what if this is another Loki who's who's doing this whole thing, and the show yeah. is called Loki, and it's about Loki and the other Loki, and then the evil Loki that's running the TVA, and this is all. Uh, I mean, who knows? Who knows that's, what's gonna happen? That was actually my first thought. My 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 theory was that actually um, the people that are behind this are it, or is a or multiple versions of Loki. And because especially that scene when you find out that um, that the timekeepers are just androids, basically, which I was I, I was kind of happy with, but also I was like, oh, they're actually going full comic book kind of <laughs> timekeepers, like really creepy. It, uh, and then there was that reveal where the head comes off, and it's actually an android, and they're all androids. Um, I, I was thinking, oh, this could this could it's like there's a I think there's a whole like Wizard of Oz thing going on in this in this episode, especially with like the timekeepers being a bit like the Wizard of Oz and then realizing that actually it's just a, a robot and it's an illusion and nothing's real. But there is somebody behind this. There has to be. Uh, and I, I do. I was thinking at a time that I think a Loki makes the most sense. It would make sense why they're trying to kind of capture all the Loki variants because they see themselves as being the most dangerous thing to whatever the hell they're doing, whatever the hell they're planning. I don't think Kang's going to come into it. I don't know. I think Kang's going to be, I think they're going to save Kang for Ant-Man 3 and then maybe have Kang do something else in the MCU and not really be involved in the whole timeline thing. I don't know. I, th I think, uh, yeah, I think the Ravona Renslayer was kind of a, of a, yeah. just kind of a distraction to make us, to make us theorize, you know, yeah, uh, maybe. Cause because she and his, uh, she and Kang uh, are are uh, you know connected in the comic yes. books and stuff. Yes. So for, for as soon as she popped up, uh, everyone started getting their theories. It's time. It's Kang. And then again, you you've got the up and coming uh, up and coming Ant Man film with Kang. Kang's been confirmed yeah. to to be in it. So it it makes sense. But being that. Um, being that they they're trying to keep these TV shows uh, separate a little bit separate they they're kind of connective tissue but they're keeping them separate um, mm. 
I I think it's kind of like WandaVision. They didn't go, they didn't introduce mutants and do a, like all these crazy yeah. things that they thought they were going to do. They kept it in, in the WandaVision world. And I think they're going to kind of do that with this. It's going to be, this is a Loki show and it's about Loki and various Lokis. And it's probably going to be all about Loki. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. I think That's, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I think you're right there. Um, we've got Dan Zig in the comments saying, do we think a agent Mobius is a variant of Dr. Donald Blake Thor's alter ego? I think that could be an interesting. Uh, I've I've actually seen people post that online uh, that 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 could be something that they re reveal that actually it was Donald Blake or a ver yeah variant of Donald Blake. Um, I don't strictly know why people are saying that, but they're just saying that it makes sense. And again, I'm not I'm not that versed with the comic books. So I'm going to be honest. So Donald Blake is a character that I'm vaguely familiar with, and I think they actually called Thor Donald Blake in the original Thor movie. I think, or there was. I think there was a, a reference to Donald Blake in the MCU before now. I think. <laughs> I also got a little bit of a of a theory that I started daydreaming about too. That what if um, what if there's another Mo uh, Mobius who's mm. who's a who's a bad guy who him and Ravona have a relationship going, and he's actually the one in, uh, responsible for all this stuff and, and Ravona Renslayer's in league with him. And then this is like a variant Mobius, Mobius that we keep seeing. And that's why she's got a soft spot for him, but she just kind of has to keep him in the dark, but she has a soft spot because she loves the, the her, her Mobius. And, and, yeah. uh, and I kind of thought that because Mobius is so beloved that what a, what a great twist to have the, have the villain actually be everyone's favorite sweet, nice guy on the show. You know what I mean? But it's not actually him. It's a different version of him. That so would that's be a, really interesting. Yeah. That's, a, that's another twist for, for interesting writing. I think that would be a cool way to, a cool way to do it. But again, who knows what the, these crazy guys are going to do on the show. <laughs> Danzig steps in to help us out. He says, "In Thor, Natalie Portman's ex was Donald Blake." Okay, that yeah, I, I do remember them people saying that that Donald Blake was in the MCU before. Uh, Reese seventy five says, "Sacred timeline Morbius is just Owen Wilson." <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I think wow. that's that'd be really fun. But, um, and then who else do we uh, we have? Uh, Reese seventy five saying, "I think it's a Sorcerer Supreme since the Ancient One." knows about the sacred timeline in Endgame. I was thinking that. I was thinking that that could be a possibility, that some there's some sorcerer behind all of this. Um, but I do think you're right about it being kind of, keep it in the family, keep it in the Loki family. <laughs> almost. So uh, the the writer of, of, the head writer of the show, Michael Waldron, did reveal that he did say that like the whole point of the show was it to be about Loki and almost a love story it is a love story, so there will be. I think there will be more kind of romantic scenes between Loki and Sylvie, but more kind of him coming to terms with the fact that he can love himself. Because I think a lot of what Loki does uh, is is kind of done out of almost self-loathing, and, mm -hmm. and I think this is this is playing with that theme, which I actually think is really interesting. I think that's a really yeah. cool way to go for this show. Um, I do have a little surprise for you, uh, Clint. So. Uh -oh. Um, you know that this episode, uh, I'm a big fan of Richard E. Grant. I think he's brilliant. And this episode revealed that he is actually going to be playing Golden Age Loki in, in the next. So he will be in the next episode. He's in episode five. So before um, I reveal the surprise, I wanted to remind everybody, Richard E. Grant is somebody that likes to uh, post his uh, reactions to things. So he posted his reactions to uh, Star Wars, the, the last, uh, the, the Rise of Skywalker which was this. I've just seen 
Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. And nothing prepares you for this. I cheered, I shouted, I fist pumped the air, I cried, I stood and cheered. It's absolutely everything that you hoped it was going to be. I'm, I'm so proud to be in it and I can't wait for you to see it. So he posted that, right? And he's actually just posted um, a reaction to Loki episode five on social media, and this is it. I've just seen Loki episode five, and it's everything you'd hoped it would have been. I cheered, I cried. I fist pumped the air. It's everything. Just everything you could have hoped it would have been. I'm so excited for you to see it. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. That's, that was fantastic. That, that's, that's a little... <laughs> <laughs> I just love him so much, and I thought I'll do it. I was doing it. I was I was filming it before the show, and I was like, I'm going to film this. Uh, I know, I know. Like James was saying, don't do it, but um, but I did no, it. That was anyway. so good. <laughs> um, I, I love that you fist pumped the air. Fist pumped the air. I fist pumped the air. <laughs> see, and everyone thinks I get excited about stuff. That's great. I love that. Look, I think it's great. I love how excited he was. I think I think he I genuinely think he's incredible, Richard E. Grant. Uh, and I was so looking forward to seeing who he played in this series because it was kept under wraps. Like that did not leak. It didn't leak one bit that he that he was playing a, a variant of Loki. And I, I think it's just perfect. I think the guy, the guy. I can't wait. And and the fact that it was him as well that was like at the end in the post credit scene that was like. Uh, you know, when Loki goes, is this hell? And he's like, no, but, you know, or am I dead? No, not quite, but you will be. You have to come with us. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very like. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm, I think he's got to be one of. Uh... <laughs> well, I know. And Dan Six says, you got to check out the Scottish comedian Limey's impression of Richard E. Grant's reactions. Yes, I know that he does them as well. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. <laughs> And um, <laughs> so I got some comments coming in. Uh, moan about Amber Heard in that voice. <laughs> why? Why would you post a, a picture of your baby on, on Instagram? It's just no. <laughs> and then we got Fatal Jay in the chat. Uh, what's up, fellas? Hello, what's Fatal up? Jay. I hope you're doing very well. Uh, right. So I think what 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 you can tell out of that is we both really liked episode four, right? Um, yeah, and we're really excited great. for episode five. Uh, I can't, I can't, I mean, like Richard E. Grant said in that video, I just can't wait for you to see it. Um, and I, I genuinely think it's going to be, I, the fact, also the fact that they did a post credit scene halfway through the show is um, really cool. I was really, really, I really dig that. I, I'm a big fan of, of that. What, what did you, what did you think of it? I thought it was cool, and I, I like. It made me wonder, like, uh, like, are they doing things like these little Easter eggs with uh, the German name of Boastful Thor and the uh, 
and the name of the uh, uh, of Sylvie being in the the Spanish credits is that on mm-hmm. purpose? Are they doing these things on purpose for fun? You know what I mean? Like, uh, and and also, geez, like it must be about to really get good if they're uh, if they're doing post credit scenes and stuff. You know? Yeah, I, I I think they are definitely doing this deliberately. Uh, I mean, they they want people theorizing on things. They. I mean, one thing that happened today actually was Entertainment Tonight were talking to Kevin Feige and they were trying to get stuff out of him about Spider-Man Far From, um, sorry, No Way Home, which we will talk about in a sec. Uh, And specifically about Alfred Molina basically (laughs) revealing the fact that he is in the movie. (laughs) And you can tell, you can tell in that interview that Kevin Feige was not happy about that. He literally said, there are some people that you put a microphone in their face and they'll talk. And he said, I'm not one of those people. And I was like, wow, what a sick burn. (laughs) Alfred Molina's there in the back kind of going, (laughs) sorry, I just really excited it. Didn't know it was a secret. It's like, well, it kind of is, man. It's like that's a massive secret that he just kind of revealed in a random interview with somebody. Tom uh, Holland's the same way. He, Tom Holland, you just, you just <laughs> might as well not even tell him anything. Just don't well, even tell don't. him. They don't. Yeah. They don't tell him anything. But I think he's getting better. I think he's getting. A, he's got a lot better at it. He's been denying left, right, and center that uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are going to be in the film. I'm pretty sure they are going to be in the movie. At some, I think it's going to be a very brief cameo from both of them. Uh, but, I, I mean, the fact that Tobey Maguire is now coming back to acting, it's like it's very suspicious. <laughs> it's like yeah. he's suddenly confirmed to being in the next, um, is it a Damon Chappelle movie? Not Damon Chappelle. What's his name? Um, I didn't even the, see that anything about that. That's cool. Oh, uh, what's the name of the director? I'm gonna. This this is really gonna annoy me. He's the one that did Whiplash. Um, if someone in the comments can let me know, uh, Damon Damon Chazelle. That's it. I got I got the names mixed up. It wasn't Damon Chappelle. What am I talking about? Uh, so yeah, he's gonna be in his movie, and he hasn't acted. He hasn't actually been in anything since like 2014. So so this this is. Um, this is some. This is this. I, I honestly think he's definitely going to be in the film. But I don't. We, I don't think you dust your chops off like that and then just yeah. like casually start acting for, for like. A, I don't think it's a co- coincidence. He. I think yeah. you're right. And um and I, I'm also pretty. I'm I'm pretty sure that this film is is going to really really like the multiverse is going to explode in this movie basically. And I think the thing about Loki is that even though it didn't really say the multiverse is is a thing by introducing so many loki variants at once you've literally what you've done is the next episode should just be called loki into the loki verse which is the title of this video little joke we like to make and um do you do you think that the multiverse is going to play an important factor in star wars no way uh, sorry not star wars in in all of them in spider-man no uh, no way home Absolutely. I, I think uh, I think this is going to affect everything and they're opening the door. And I think uh, this is their big explanation for uh, joining all the different franchises that they didn't own. And yeah. and and like, OK, now we have Fox stuff. Now we have the You know, what I mean, now they could pull in uh, the mutants and all that stuff and they can they can do all this. They got a special deal with Sony so they can they can do everything and have it all linked together. And it's uh, and blame it on the multiverse. That's excuse. Yeah. And somebody's like, yeah, what a cop out. They're blaming, you know, they're, I'm like, yeah, that's what they're going to do. They're going to they have they need an excuse. That's the excuse. It's not a cop out. That's that's the appropriate excuse. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
I mean, they literally both do it. Both Marvel and DC are doing the same thing. So DC yeah. are doing the, the multiverse thing as well. They literally call it the multiverse as well. I mean, it's kind of speed force slash multiverse, kind of the same thing in the DC the DC universe. So the next the next Flash movie is going to do that. The next um, Spider-Man film, pretty sure that's going to be the one. And then you're going to go on. I was going to say, let's not forget Star Trek is talking about like time travel <laughs> yeah, weird stuff. All and, doing then, it. And, and then you have the 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 world between worlds in Star Wars where you've got you've got Ezra going in and uh, rescuing Ahsoka right before she gets killed from and doing time travel stuff. It's just like every single franchise is doing this right now. Yeah. Every nerd uh, franchise. So guys, what, like. Let's get some new ideas. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's I mean, fun, it's cool. Though. It's fun. That, it and, is and, fun. Yeah, and and then like with, with it makes for me it makes more sense with Marvel because Marvel now they have the rights to everything. So like in their own, you know, in in their own sandbox. So and and there's still like really well established franchises going on that they've kind of inherited from Fox. So the main one is is Deadpool. So how are you going to continue doing Deadpool films? And then continue doing MCU films on the side. You've got to have some way of connecting them. The only real way they can do that is through the multiverse. And it's just, it's not the same with X-Men because I'm pretty sure they'll just reboot X-Men. Yeah. But I'm also pretty certain that there will be some point where they will do everything within their power to bring back Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. And then they will do that through... Uh, but th through the multiverse, they'll bring him back through the multiverse, and it'll be like a, a an epic event, and it'll be great for the fans. That is definitely in the works. I'm pretty sure Kevin Feige is is trying to do everything he can do to get Hugh Jackman to do something for you them. You think they'll it, really do that? You really think that'll happen? I I, I think for well, I know Hugh Jackman keeps on saying he's done with it, but I think everyone's got their price, and I think. It it he's done small cameos like that before, like in in the Fox films, and it would it would be just nice for the fans, and it would be a nice way to um, acknowledge those movies as well, and also acknowledge him in the role. I think they'll they'll cast another Wolverine, and they'll make him younger, and they'll do they'll do all of that, but then they'll they'll bring him in at some point. I'm pretty sure in some kind of big like Avengers esque event where like the like the multiverse is just ripped apart. Well, and, and I'm pretty sure Doctor Strange, we're going to see a lot of that in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I think that film is probably going to have more multi, like crazy multiverse stuff than Spider-Man because Spider-Man is a, really a Sony project. It's a, it's a Sony thing, and I don't think Marvel would want to give them too much of that and uh, give them too many characters. They're already giving... They basically just said, okay, just bring in the Spider-Man characters that you've used in the past. We'll bring back the old actors. We'll find a way to get them in. There's a thing called the multiverse. Let's do it that way. So we can get Alfred Molina to come back. We can get Jamie Foxx to come back, which is, to me, a very strange decision. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. Where's I do... <laughs> Paul Giamatti, man. Where's Paul? Yeah, Paul, Paul? <laughs> I mean... I I like Jamie Foxx a lot, but his Electro was terrible. Ugh, like, yeah, it was bad. It, it was bad, and it was down to poor direction. But also, the, I mean, is he going to be any better than what he was in that movie, like in, in this film? If, if he still makes the same choices, <laughs> uh, as far as character, like he's a great actor. Like if he makes this, those choices that he made to be that guy, the way he played that character was like, yeah, that's a bad, 
that's a bad choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think he needs to uh, humanize the guy a little more, make him more of a real person uh, instead of it was like he was. I don't know, man. It was like a cartoon character of a guy playing a, a cartoon character. Yeah, it was. It was. It was, it was, it was bad. Crappy for such a great actor. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I don't think he could be worse. I think that line, I just want people to see me, was like the worst, the worst line. Like, like <laughs> they, they were desperately trying to make him relatable and like you want make, they wanted people to feel for him. But you just, he was just annoying. He was so annoying in that movie. And I think, I, I mean, I really, I, I was a bit shocked out of all the characters they could have brought back. I was a bit shocked that it was him in in that. I mean, I, I again, I think he's a very good actor, and I think he could give him a second chance. Yeah, great. Um, I've I was a big fan of Reese Evans in the first film as uh, as uh, as Lizard, um, mm-hmm. and I thought you know if they're going to bring back anyone, they should have brought him back because he's just perfect as Doctor Connors as well. I, so I, um, I think like that the, the uh, especially the the Garfield era of spider-man it was very campy in a in a not really good way you know like uh i don't know those it it was like the least realistic uh of all of them it just felt campy and not necessarily like garfield's portrayal even though i didn't really care for his portrayal he's a good actor too it's just i don't know maybe it's the direction in that in that uh maybe uh maybe i I don't know yeah, I, I I think it was just poor choices from everyone, from him, from the actors, from the writers, uh, from the director, sorry, from the writers as well. And there, I mean, there's a reason why the incredible, the Amazing Spider-Man Two is the last of those movies because it was just it was it was genuinely dreadful. And if anyone says otherwise, then you just didn't watch that film properly. Uh, it's like from start to finish, that fi- it had what it had a very good scene in it, which was. Um, well, the um, character that Emma Stone played, I'm blanking on her name right now. Yeah. Um, Penny? No. Mary Jane? No. No. It's the uh, other one. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. But um, the character she plays in it, when she her death scene is very, very good. Yeah, that, was, that was good. Yeah, that was a very good scene. And to be honest, when I first watched it, I remember thinking I really liked the scenes between Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. I watched it. I watched the first one again recently, and watching it again, it comes off as being really annoying. <laughs> Maybe it's because I've just grown up a bit since then, and it just kind of, kind of comes off as being very, very kind of breathy and a bit too awkward, lovey like lovey dovey. I much prefer Tom Holland and Zendaya. Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy, that's her name. Who yeah. also <laughs> ends up? She ends up being um, what's the? Is it Black Cat? The character she plays. Uh, in the comics, I think that's that's um... Cruella. She ends up being Cruella. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true multiverse, Disney multiverse going on yes. there. Uh, I mean, you bring it on. Yeah, the <laughs> killer don't, of puppies. Don't threaten me with a good time. I'm in. Can you can you explain to me how they managed to make a, a movie about a woman whose sole purpose and sole goal is to murder a bunch of puppies and try and make her like likable? <laughs> yeah it's crazy Uh, that's that's the that's the deal she's uh she's likable when she was young when she still has people that in her life that love her and support her she she is likable and lovable but something happens after the cruella movie 
that she loses all the people near near to her and she turns into a bitter old bitch but but in but it, it but she still has some of those people in her life and that's why yeah. that's why uh, she's still likable okay yeah. so so then that all makes her want to kill puppies wow yes. it must have been a really bad thing that happened to her yeah <laughs> i haven't watched it yet it hasn't come out yet on uh, in, in france uh, really no, not yet. Uh, uh, I mean, hopefully, I think it'll be next week. Maybe. I'm sorry. I'm I'm in, being inundated with cats all of a sudden. Got oh. the the window open, and my cats come in, and another cat's come in. I'm like, oh god. All right, fine. They're all they all come for the live show. Anyway, talking about black cats. Uh, <laughs> well, let's have a look at what people are saying in the comments. So yes, Danzig says black cat is Felicia Hardy. Uh, uh, that's that's right. I got that wrong. Uh, Gwen, I can't remember who Gwen's. Does Gwen Stacy have some superhero alter ego? I'm going to tell you right now. And I'm sorry, you're going to have to take over the show whilst I get rid of these cats for a second. No (laughs) problem. (laughs) Gwen Stacy is a fictional character who appears in American comic books published by Marvel. Uh, Yeah, I don't say anything. So Edward is... uh, getting rid of cats right now and man i really had a good time watching loki this week how are you guys doing out there you guys having a good one yeah um bad batch was also good we're gonna get into that a little bit during the show and i realized uh after we got off the air last friday i didn't get to talk about last week's bad batch which was the best bad batch i'd seen yet uh we had fennec shand and cad bane uh meet each other and fight it out i'm like these two badass bounty hunters duking it out we didn't even talk about it on the live stream what the hell is going on so uh but uh yeah that got completely overshadowed by last week's uh loki loki's just kicking ass man kicking ass cats are gone the cats are gone yeah. yeah, that was me taking the reins. I had to. <laughs> I had to discuss that uh, we're going to be talking about Bad Batch uh, briefly, and and then uh, last week we didn't even talk about Bad Batch, and it was a kick-ass episode. And yeah, I didn't realize really till we that. were off the yeah. air. Yeah, and I was like, oh, how do, how do we not talk about that? It was a good one too. The last episode of Bad Batch was so good. Like I I, I have I, I've been a bit kind of iffy on the show, but yeah. Like oh my god, it's, it's, there's so much going on here. You realize what basically um, I'm forgetting everybody's names tonight. The the bounty hunter, the not not the um, is it Cad Bane? Cad the, Bane or Fennec Shand? Fennec Fennec Shand, yeah. Fennec Shand, yeah. What what she's really there for? Who who she's really working for? And there's there's just a lot going on with this Omega character. That's actually it's really really interesting. And um, I'm going to be honest, I haven't watched today's episode. So you're, you're, you will have to lead the review on that one. But what I'll say about last week's episode was that it was just bloody <laughs> really good. It was, man. Uh, them two fighting it out was... Uh, I lost audio for a second. And I was like, uh-oh. Uh, them two <laughs> fighting it out was, was, was kick-ass. And like, uh, I thought maybe he was going to show up. And I just mm-hmm. love the fact that they're bringing uh, these Clone Wars characters into this. And... Cad Bane reminds me of like almost a David Carradine kind of a character, yeah. uh, and but he's just super badass. And then Fennec Shan, we know she's awesome. Um, 
so it, it, it was really cool. Cad Bane is so cool because he goes up against Jedi's and comes out unscathed. You know what I mean? He's always got an ace in the hole, always makes it out and has jetpack ankles. It's great. <laughs> yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like the dude's just cool. Cause snuck into the Jedi temple. Like who, who does that? Cad Bane does that. So yeah. he's, he's, he's cool. Um, and also last week it was cool that, uh, that the i i don't have her name uh anymore i don't remember her name but the uh the one uh camino and yes. cloner cloner yeah. scientist is actually actually the one that hired fennec shan to rescue uh o- omega make sure she's cool so i thought that's cool like she's got a love for omega uh or some something and then you got the uh, prime minister of camino to, uh hiring the uh, the other hiring cad bane to go get her you know because he needs her for the uh cloning operation and you find out that she's a pure uh first generation uh clone yes. she's basically like boba fett and boba fett you know he was not modified at all so you you need a clone like that so that you can create more clones and so do you, that's do you, do you think this means that boba fett's going to turn up in the series hey could I yeah mean, could. would would yeah. he have an interest in her at all it depends. He could also he could also be resentful and jealous of her and thinking maybe like, you know what I mean, like in thinking no, I'm I'm the only son, you know, kind of yeah. Thing. Isn't she technically so? She's technically a direct descendant of Jango Fett. Is that is that right? Is it so? It's, right. So it's the original um, DNA that they used for her. Right. Un un unmodified. Like her and and uh, Boba are unmodified. They made they made her and they made boba and that was part of the deal with Django. Django was like i'll do this but you uh aside for whatever they probably paid him but it's like um i i want he didn't have any kids so he wanted one he's yeah. like i want just a normal clone for me that's part of the deal so he got he got boba fett and then mm-hmm. uh, and they kept her so i guess so they could clone more it's going to be interesting to see where this goes with her like yeah. I, i've always suspect suspected whether she has some sort of abilities uh you you said that she's just a very she seems to be just very intuitive but i do wonder whether she has force abilities which i find kind of cool i don't know and and uh, that that goes into the science of the force yeah like like uh if if she's got force abilities wouldn't Django fett have force abilities wouldn't not she necessarily ha- uh, or or do midi chlorians just work just random is it you know it seems like she would have the same midi chlorian or a strong midi chlorian count uh and this is probably why all the nerds back at back in the 90s were like midi chlorians is bullshit but yeah well that's i think that's also another reason why a lot of people didn't like the last jedi because that that was basically saying anyone can can use the force like it's you know that it doesn't have to be who you're related to Mm-hmm. And then they shat all over that idea in Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, which is an idea that I really liked. And it was like that whole bit with the kid at the end, and you saw him uh, using the Force on the on the broomstick and stuff. And uh, then it basically saying that Jedi's are witches, really. That's that's all they really mm-hmm. are. Uh, I I really really like this show. I think Disney Disney Plus has been honestly these shows have been so enjoyable. Uh, I actually got to watch them. Um, the first two episodes of Monster at Work as well, which is the new Pixar uh, Monsters Inc. series, it's all right. It's fine. Uh, it's fun. It's really for kids. Really, really for kids. Like more so than. I mean, I wouldn't really. I don't really think the Bad Batch is for children. Actually, to be honest, I think it's actually quite dark. Did, uh, did you get to see a uh, Black Widow early? 
No, no, no. I didn't send just, that one. Just curious. <laughs> no, uh, that that was. Uh, I have to go to the cinema to see that. Yeah, the, the the early reactions to Black Widow have been very positive. I've noticed a lot of people saying Florence Pugh's really good in the film, uh, which is good. She uh, she's playing a kind of. Um, well, how can you describe her character in the movie? Uh, she's kind of another Black Widow. Is that is 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 that the best way to describe her? Yeah, they uh, what do they call her? Uh they call they call each other sister, don't they? It's, yeah. it, but, it's, but they're not they're not sisters as such. They're just I think they were just kind of in the same <laughs> the training the, yeah, the training, training program. There's a name they gave her. It was like uh I forgot. I I forgot what they what they called her. I think we should rename this a show to Edward uh, and Clint forget people's forget, names. Yeah. Normally I, <laughs> that was my that was an accidental hit of the bell. Did you could you hear that? No. Okay, good. That's good. Um yeah. Um she pretty much they, they have the Black Widow program. Uh the, her mom has been through it twice. Uh who is uh, uh Rachel Wise. She's yes. been been through it twice. Um they were both in the same uh, training program. I'm pretty sure that the uh, sister's going to end up coming back and, and being part of the Avengers, yeah. carrying, the, carrying the torch for her. Is uh, pretty sure what's going to happen. But so uh, that that'll be another character with a, a kind of uh, Eastern European accent in the Avengers, because it seems yeah. as though Scarlet Witch has, has kind of gone straight back to that accent, uh, <laughs> which is fun talking about accents. Uh, but no, I'm I, I think I think good things ahead as far as Marvel's concerned, really, because they're kicking out of the park with Loki. We the the earlier reviews for Black Widow are very positive. I think it's got like eighty four percent at the moment on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, which is very good for a, movie, a comic book film, um, and it, people are saying that it's got you know it's kind of very different uh, to other Marvel movies before. It's more of a spy thriller type film. It's got an incredible cast. You mentioned Rachel Weisz, Florence Pugh, David Harbour's in there as well uh, mm-hmm. from um, from Stranger Things. So it's, I, I think it's uh, it's really interesting. I want to know what they do with Taskmaster. I believe that's his name. The, Task- the guy with Taskmaster, yeah. yeah. Um, he's he's a very interesting character from the comics. He kind of he's able to mimic people's fighting style, and uh, I wonder what. Like, I'm just excited to see what they do with him, how they do it visually, and also hopefully keep him around. I hope he, he's just yeah. Who knows what's going to happen with him? He might end up on the raft and be in some kind of uh, some kind Maybe. of uh, uh, what was the. Uh... Red Hulk guys, man, I'm having it. Yeah, his um... his team (laughs) of uh, of of bad guys. Um, this is why we need uh, TiVo on the show because he, he yeah. would know all these names immediately. He's in the chat, so if you could let us know, TiVo, what the what, yeah, well, ta- General Ross, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Taskmaster has the ability to just learn anything and never forget. So anything he immediately on on. So as soon as he fights you, he learns your moves. As soon as he, uh, you know, he could he can learn how to shoot. He could learn how to do anything. He could shoot like like Hawkeye, uh, just right away. He learns any any skill and it sticks sticks with him. It's kind of like a photographic memory, but it's for skills. You know, once once he figures something out, so it's a it's pretty cool. He's a pretty cool character. Yeah, uh, he Dirk, my old uh, co-host on, my, on the Black Shirt podcast, uh, he loved task, Taskmaster. So 
He's I think a lot of yeah, a lot of people really like that character. And uh, uh, Tivo was what I was trying to think yes, of. Yes, Tivo's yeah. in the in the comments asking what the question was. We we, we worked out in the end, Tivo. It's the Thunderbolts <laughs> we were trying to think of. Uh, you know, they're on that raft for some some again. I the more I think about the Falcon, the Winter Soldier, the less I like it because there was a lot of that. Like they just so they get Wakandans to come in, and then what they do is they take. Um, <laughs> Forget his name now, uh, uh, Daniel Brühl's character. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what's his name? This is... Oh god, this is terrible. You know, eh? What's All his right. name? Clint. Come on. <laughs> yeah. They 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 just take him to the raft, and that, that I'm like I'm like as far as story goes, what was the point of that? Like, surely take him back to Wakanda if you're going to be have Wakandans come in, and. <laughs> I, I'm like okay, fine, but it's obviously setting up the thunderbolts, and uh, um, and then Baron Zemo <laughs> just Thank came you, to me. Zemo, yeah, <laughs> there we go, Baron Zemo, uh, and I, and I was kind of like, all right, fine. Uh, more the more I think about Falcon and Winter Soldier, that I'm just think it wasn't very good. Dude, that show was duct taped together. It's it like, really it was, was. It was yeah. another. It was. They had a different storyline. They they changed it up, and did a bunch of reshoots and and duct taped that together. I think. I think. Uh, I think they did a good job considering if you take into yeah. account that yeah. they had a completely different storyline and they took footage that they had and then did some reshoots and made a thing out of it. They 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 added. Uh, they added. Uh, voiceover they did adr for stuff that had already been shot where and made it seem like somebody was talking off screen to the person there was a lot of things that they did that was yeah that was pre pretty actually pretty impressive um G given know. yeah given the constraints they had thanks to covid the fact that the, the original plot was all about a virus so they were like well we can't really do that so we have to completely change the series it, it for me it did affect it because in the end i was like well it's not a series that i'm really I'm I'm ever gonna watch again. I'll probably watch Loki again, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, given how strong it's been so far. To me, I I've heard a lot of people talk about Loki and say it's like very good Doctor Who. And I'm like, yeah, I suppose with like the timekeepers, they're a bit like the the, um, the time lords in that in that respect. And you know, Loki, I do think Tom Hilston would make a very good Doctor Who. I also think that Sofia DiMartino would make a very good Doctor Who as well. Um, yeah, she's she's so good. And I think I think this show just gets better and better with every episode uh, that goes by. And then the whole stuff going back to Loki, I just thinking of the, the whole all the stuff with Hunter um, B fifteen. With her realizing that she's actually used to, you know, used to be, uh, you know, be a human being and have an actual life on Earth, I thought that was really impactful. And um, I was watching a review about it, and they brought up something that I actually hadn't, hadn't thought about. They were saying that scene where she takes Sylvie back to the uh, the apocalyptic events uh, in the shopping center, the shopping mall. Uh, they don't show any of her like they don't give they don't do a whole flashback sequence literally all they have to do is just show her acting and then you kind of just get that you get that feeling that uh, kind of, of nostalgia and emotion just just from watching her yeah. i think she's brilliant i think she's really it, good and... i think she if it's not there it's later on she even she even's like it says like 
I was happy. Like she was happy. Yeah. She got that yeah. feeling for a second and realized like that's a that's that's worse than screwing something up and being tipped. But like when you, you were happy and they took that, that's a violation, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. she's, so she goes in there and, uh, and helps them out once they're in the room with the timekeepers. And I just want to say the timekeepers when they, for, now again, I'm having problems with this 65 inch 4k television that I have in my bedroom. <laughs> I know, I know this is a first world problem, but the picture is too clear, man. I'm watching Jupiter's legacy and I'm like, God, this wig sucks. Or like, you know, and I'm seeing, or I see taped on beards and things. Yeah. And I'm like, this picture's too clear. <laughs> and, uh, I'm almost thinking about getting a, a, a 1080p television because, because I, I think the dumbed down resolution is, is more enjoyable. I'm maybe so what, what wasn't enjoyable it, for you and Loki? What was it? What wasn't enjoyable is when they went in there and I'm like, Oh shit, it's happening. And you see the, the the glowing eyes. Yeah. Okay. This is, is happening. Now let's see. Let's see if they actually show their faces. Um, also, to go along with my my trials and tribulations, I have a set a Vizio sound bar with a sub. So it's like boom. It's like a I, movie theater in my bedroom. I feel so bad for you. It's right now. so it's really tough, man. <laughs> and I'm watching on this giant TV where I gotta like move my head to see all of everything that's going on. And the sound is like vibrating the chair that I'm in. I've got like a theater seat that I'm sitting in and I'm watching this thing, pretending I'm at the movies, you know. And uh the their voices the voices of these guys there's so much reverb i'm like i couldn't understand what, uh, the, time, I, what the timekeepers were saying i Did couldn't you know understand the what they i couldn't understand what they were saying i uh, yeah fortunately we're living in the future and on re <laughs> and on replay uh on replay my my uh roku automatically uh does the uh the words for me you know what i mean so yeah. i get to, so, I, so i got to read what they had this been in the 90s i wouldn't have been able to know i would have just had to rewound it and and, and uh you know on yeah. my, <laughs> on my tivo remember back in the old days when you had a when you had a dvr you had uh <laughs> Man. Uh, anyway, it's good to be in the future. But anyway, so so I'm being distracted by this Lord Hall. Oh, I got it. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell are they saying? And, and then then I see their face and I'm like, oh, God, the the, the, the CGI was terrible. It looked like a, it looked like a kid show, like a like a like a. Is this Nickelodeon? Like, what yeah. the hell are we watching? And uh, and and all was forgiven when they cut that thing's head off, and it was a it was a it yeah. was a machine. But uh, up until then, I was like, dude. And I'm having to like make concessions because I try to be positive about everything. We know Clint, <laughs> you like everything, and I'm like, this is a made for TV. This is not in the theater. This is a TV show, limited yeah. budget. But this looks like some. This looks pretty jank, is what I was saying. And anyway, uh, long story short, as soon as they cut the head off, it was okay because, like, okay, it was a robot. But man, for a second, I was, I couldn't figure out though, was it my TV or was it really cheaply done? And if I was watching on a 1080p television, would I be like, oh, this looks totally legit? Looks like a space lizard to me? Or, God damn, what the hell is going on with that? Anyway, it was rough. Sorry, but, I didn't mean to go off on that. On that, no, no, no. Yeah, but that, yeah. you, you are right, especially as far as the sounds concerned. I, 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 I struggle to understand what they were saying. I don't have. I think my television isn't like 4K. It's it's not as high resolution as yours. Uh, so I didn't quite notice the bad CGI on the faces. I was just more happy that they were doing something more kind of comic booky with them. 
Uh, but then I was kind of thinking, are they really doing this? And yeah, it turns out they're not really doing that. So I was a bit like, okay, fine. Uh, at the end, in the end, I was just happy that there that, that there's still some sort of mystery going on, and that that the TVA there are still lots of questions that need answering as far as the TVA is concerned, as far as the Loki variants are concerned as well. I think that's going to be really interesting. When I first saw that that um, post credit scene, <laughs> I, I first thought. Wow, they're doing some kind of weird, like shitty kind of comic book superhero team up thing with like <laughs> in, in, like the terrible costumes, especially especially Richard E. Grant was in a very bad costume. <laughs> Were you uh, fist pumping? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I loved my costume. I fist pumped the air when I saw it. It's <laughs> amazing. I can't wait for you to see it. Um, so... it, it it looked like CW CG. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, probably yeah. like bad C CW uh, stuff. So, which they're on a budget. So, <laughs> well, yeah, compared to the MCU movies, they are on a yeah. budget. Uh, I think to to round out the show, I think we should end with uh, with you talking a little bit about a, a movie that you saw starring uh, the MCU's Chris Pratt. Oh, I'm not. I'm not all the way through it. Um, Just tell us what you think about it so far. <laughs> so far, I'm. I'm. You know, I want to see what's going on. Uh, it's paced really weird and it's a it's a it's it's weird because it's time travel uh there's time travel involved basically long story well, short the tomorrow war that, that's yeah the, the tomorrow the war yeah. and um spoiler alert uh i won't give up too too much but basically it was uh it's people in the present uh they're watching they're watching a soccer game and all of a sudden all these uh this weird portal opens up and a bunch of soldiers come in and you're like, what's going on? This is tomorrow war. Is this a bunch of soldiers attacking the present? No, it's not. It's a bunch of soldiers from the future coming back to the present and saying, Hey, we need your help. We're basically losing the war against a bunch of aliens and we're out of people. So we came to get people from now to go fight this war in the future. We need y'all to come help. And basically <laughs> If you don't come and they start drafting people and stuff and, and pretty much all your kids are going to die and, and not make it if you don't do this. So people are going and doing and there's science involved and uh, and Chris Pratt goes and and there's aliens and the aliens are pretty scary. It's a lot of cool. Uh, cool CGI. Uh, it didn't look at all like the timekeepers. It looked it was really cool. And uh, uh, and a lot of cars, things blowing up and, and yeah. it's it's fun. Uh, but there's some weird pacing issues. I'm like, this this is the beginning of this. It's a two and a half hour movie, I think. Bloody um, I think it was. Yeah. And and I said, you know, this is uh, this is a weird place to be in this movie. Yeah. For how long I've been watching. So what's going to be the twist? What's going to happen? You know what I mean? Like you, you can tell like you, we all know, you know, we all know like uh, I always relate in everything to music. Uh, we all know with a song, you're going to have two choruses and then you're yeah. going to have the different part. And then it's going to be one more chorus. The song's over. It's kind of like that with movies. They do a thing. Then they get to this, this weird part of the movie where something has to be resolved. And then you have a resolution resolution. Well, it gets to like, Hey, this is too early in the movie to be to be where we're at. And then, uh, and things, keep unfolding and long story short it's a bunch of shooting uh of, there's some interesting characters and stupid and funny characters in it that uh talk too much i i feel like it looks big budget with the graphics and stuff but it could have also been a really like low budget feeling netflix yeah. 
Netflix movie. You know, you know, Netflix movies would be like, eh, it was solid. It was had nothing better to do on my day off. You know what I mean? Like, I'll watch that. That's that's kind of what this feels like it's supposed to be, but then they decided to spend a little bit more money on the on the effects. So it yeah, looks so it looks better. It looks and feels better. Explosions mm. and and it's great. So so uh, yeah, is is it award winning? No, it's like a it's like a, a like a Netflix B movie that had a bunch of money spent on graphics. So and, and, and getting can, Chris Pratt and getting Chris Pratt and you can and he produced it too. Uh, but you can expect you can expect about uh, it's a little bit better than, than a Netflix B movie. You know yeah. what I mean? So uh, and you can expect that. I mean, it, it's he's great in it, and there's some little little funny one liners and things that you get uh, because that's what he does and. Uh, and you get that for some other characters and stuff. So, I mean, it's worth watching and I'm not done watching it yet. So we'll see what, what happens. I'll tell you, I'll tell you next Friday. If the, <laughs> if the rest of my evening was ruined, I'm like, yeah, I got off the stream, went back, finished the movie. It sucks. Don't even waste your time. My apologies. Or, you know, maybe it'll change my life. Who knows? <laughs> can I, can I give you my, my opinion of the movie based on what I know of it and the trailer? And what, and what I just said? Yeah. And go, what you just for, said. Yeah, go for it. I think this movie sounds terrible. And <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> and I I watched the trailer and the trailer looked awful. I think the premise is stupid. Like really okay, let, let, let's let's think I know it's a blockbuster and you know you're not you're not supposed to think about it too much, but let's really think about the uh, impli- you know the implications of going back in time to <laughs> to draft a bunch of people to fight a war in the future. You're going to erase so much <laughs> Like talk about the timeline and the you know the TVA and all that the the the, the sacred timeline that doesn't make any sense. And right? I can't I can't without spoiling the movie I can't even get into where I'm at in the in, because there's <laughs> there's the potential to erase and okay so that does and, happen and relationships and there's there's <laughs> different things in the movie going on right now uh, things that I know that I have to go back and watch and see. Uh, does this affect him? He learns things in the future. Then, like, he goes to the future, but they're only they're only in the future for seven days. That's how long they are, and then they get sucked back into the present. So okay. they gotta go. And and the ones that make it, some some people don't make it. You know, what I mean, some people die. Some of them make it back. So he's got to do this thing, and then uh, and and then he gets sucked back. So I gotta mm. I gotta I know what what he learned in the in the future i need to see if he goes back and does anything with that in the past when uh, when he gets back to the past okay. so that's that's where we're at so it's a it's interesting i mean we'll see well maybe it's interesting i'll t- i'll tell you i'll know in about 20 minutes after i get get off the stream i'll know if it's interesting or not uh, and uh, one thing i do i do think uh, i i i i'm starting to wonder a bit about chris pratt like everything i've ever seen him in outside of the mcu is always the same sort of thing it's either he's he's in the military which he is in this movie um like he's drafted into a war uh either he's like tries he's a guy that's trying way too hard to be cool like he is in the jurassic world films or he's a creepy guy on a spaceship like he is in passengers where that movie is one of the creepiest films i've ever seen the whole time i was watching i was thinking the, the the sexual politics in this film is wrong and uh, I can't yeah. I don't like this character and I think it's written very I think it's just a bit messed up and and I get the feeling that the, the Tomorrow War because it's on Amazon isn't it you can watch it on Amazon Prime right now um, 
I, I really, I think it was a film that was being made by another studio, and I think they sold it to Amazon. I think so. I think they they were fi- they found it very difficult to market, and with the, the the pandemic and everything, I think the only way they could get it out is if they got it onto Amazon. I think this film has been sent to Amazon kind of to die <laughs> as well. <laughs> I don't the 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 trailers are terrible, like really bad for this film and and it it reminds me the idea reminds me a bit of like um live die repeat or edge of tomorrow which i think is a i think is so, that film is so good like the, i watched it again recently dead. that film is so good and I, and i get the feeling that this the tomorrow war first of all, the name is terrible uh a bit like um edge of tomorrow <laughs> it's not a good name for a movie it, they should have gone with um all you need is kill for that film, which was the uh, comic book's original title. Uh, I, I do think Chris Pratt as well is very one note, and that is starting to, to be more and more evident as, as his career goes on. I think he's, he'll struggle to... Ho- hopefully he can do something a bit more interesting, but at the, at the moment, I think he's being a bit... I don't know, a bit kind of safe with his choices, and he's always playing the same sort of character. And, uh, and I really like him in the Marvel films, but apart from yeah. outside of that, I think he's... I, I just haven't liked him in anything outside of that, apart from one film that he was in. Sorry, uh, where he yeah. plays he plays another uh, military guy, which was um, oh shit, what was the name of the film? Uh, Zero Dark Thirty was a film he was in where he had a small part in that movie, and he was actually very good in it. And that was the first time I actually saw him outside of Parks and Recreation, where he it was the first time I saw him play an army guy, and now he seems to just do that all the time. Well, he he, you know, when he's in in the uh, Guardians movies or on, uh, you know, Parks and Rec and stuff, he's playing funny, you know, yeah. funny, funny uh, character. But in this, he's just more of an everyday, uh, everyday dad. He's a school teacher. He's nothing exciting. Oh, okay. He he's he's playing an every. He's a loving dad. I mean, he could have been. This could this could have very easily been a Gerard Butler movie. Perfectly <laughs> easily. It's just a, like a loving dad. They really focus on how on on the love between uh, the 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 dad and his family and stuff. And then he goes off into the future, and then he comes back, and and like and it's very good easily. So it's yeah. that kind of a thing. And uh, you know, it's if he's one note. I mean, he's he's likable in the movie. Yeah, he's a likeable, yeah. likable dad. And uh, I like Chris Pratt. I you know, uh, in interviews, he's great. I saw him on. Uh, uh, Corden, what's his name? Uh, James Corden. James Corden. Yeah, I saw him on his show uh, yesterday, and uh, he was hilarious. He was describing the movie while while uh, solving a Rubik's cube, and everything he said in conversation it was great. Uh, I think the a lot of the internet likes is starting to like to pick on him. I think it's because he's a nice, likable guy, and it's it's easy to get bored with that guy. Yeah, if you're too cool for too long, then people will turn on you and be like, eh. You know, I liked him back in the old days, but he's not cool anymore. I'm like, Chris Pratt's just a normal dude. Like, he's just yeah. a normal guy. And and uh, um, and that's okay, you know? Um, and I think I think this is just a very average role of a guy. And 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 he he's playing just a normal guy who's who uh the he's a teacher, a science teacher, and he when he was younger, he had been in the military and had military experience. And mm. they're they're basically, I mean everyone, the convenience store guy is getting drafted. The every single person, <laughs> they they're they're just taking humans because only certain humans qualify to be able to to jump uh, physically for some reason. And uh and uh 
And so everyone, all these people are getting drafted to go, and he just happens to have a little bit of of, uh, of experience under his belt. So, but one thing I will notice, or I will say that I noticed, is that uh, there was another guy who had been on three tours that already jumped forward three times, and immediately, uh, you'd think this guy would be the alpha. Like, it, come on, guys, this is what you know. Guys even got a got a alien claw on his necklace, yeah. and uh, and real quick, like. They talk to to uh, they talk to Chris Pratt on his comms, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, cool. I need you to do this." He's like, "Roger, guys, blah blah. Come on, guys, we got to do this." This guy fell in line uh, right away and started following and listening to Chris Pratt's orders and stuff. Like it, it was just really weird. I was like, "This guy was supposed to be the tough guys. Like you guys, this is not a game. Uh, these guys, these aliens will tear you apart." He was <laughs> yeah. like the 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 <laughs> the mad guy that was like, "You you guys are." you think this is a game and and then once they got over there he really quickly just became passive uh, yeah <laughs> yeah and i'm like no dude that guy would be like i'm not listening to you i've been here three times let's go and you know and it was it was pretty weird uh i noticed that uh, right away and i go okay other than that it was like the guy was like okay well you're chris pratt so i have to listen to you that was that was <laughs> yeah, my only yeah. Yeah, and the I'm like, star of the movies. So. Yeah, he recognizes that's the star <laughs> of the movie, so he's gonna back off and let him let him uh, do his thing. And then I was like, well, Clint, maybe he realizes that guy has uh, has you know done some tours in Iraq, and he could tell that guy knows what he's talking about, and he doesn't need to treat him like a like an amateur soldier. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, maybe. Uh, the, <laughs> I mean, I'm honest. Honestly, I don't think I'm gonna watch the movie. Uh, yeah. Just uh, because. I mean, I know you got a lot of stuff to watch. So, you, but if you need a dumb action movie with things exploding, yeah. it's actually fun, and the and the monsters are actually pretty cool. That there's uh, there there was a film that I watched last year that it this kind of reminds me of a bit. But I mean, you were talking about Jared Butler. I've got a real soft spot for Jared Butler. I find his yeah. movies hilarious. Uh, it was Geostorm. Was the film that came out? I think it was 2019. Probably came out. It's terrible. It's yeah. terrible, but it's kind of fun terrible, and I have time for those sorts of movies. Ones that are just kind of like, eh, it's all right. They're the ones that I feel really annoyed when I watch them. When I, <laughs> I, I like, I think The Old Guard was a bit like that on net. You were talking about next Netflix kind of B movie yes. kind of films. I felt so like I felt like I genuinely wasted my time watching that movie. Uh, and I know people might really like that film, but I thought it was just bad. And it, then. It, yeah. It never climaxed. It was like it was yeah. like it was on the edge of being good, and then it just never it was never great. You know what I mean? Yeah, really. That that really that there's I think there's a real problem with some of the the especially the Netflix like uh, action films. I think they kind of all end up being in that kind of category of like never quite get never quite getting going really, or just being really dull. Like I thought Bright was just awful um that that i know people like that film but i thought it was really bad and then the same kind of thing with what was it um is it extraction with yep. chris hemsworth i felt same a bit thing. like that yeah same kind of thing so there are lots of those sorts of films that especially on netflix there's a new one that's come out recently a horror film that i'm, I'm quite looking forward to um which i've <laughs> i'm trying to i'm going through netflix right now trying to find it but i think it's probably only on american netflix because it doesn't seem to be here at the moment but it was something like a uh, fear streets 1984 part one or some like weird name like that and apparently it's very good so that that's that's a film if i can find it somewhere i want to watch did, it did you see the trailer for the kate beckinsale action movie 
No. What well, was she? Was she? I have she to in send there? it to you. I can't. I can't even remember. Uh, she's like some like super badass where she just can just wreck everyone in the room, and it's like Ooh. she she kind of like holds it back. Uh, I'll send you. I'll uh, when, when we get off, I'll send it to you. She kind of holds. It's called Jolt. Jolt, there you go. She, she. What's up, James? Uh, yeah, she's <laughs> she's holding back, and then all of a sudden, then they they like then it's somewhere in the trailer they're like, "Don't hold it back, go with it." And then she, next thing you know, she's just kicking everyone's ass. You know, what I mean, before uh, it's like she had a, te- it's like it's like she had a temper problem. She would accidentally knock someone's teeth out every once in a while. But then once you just <laughs> let it, let the jolt go, you can you can destroy everyone. And she just takes out entire nightclubs full of bad at like you know uh, and dude the jolt jolt yeah uh <laughs> it looks like i don't know man i i love her like she's she's one of my she's favorites incredible she's the best and i and i loved underworld i've watched oh, it yeah. doesn't matter how how bad they get i'm going to see an underworld if it's coming out and so i that's the I'll, thing with underworld it's like so it's it's not so bad it's good but it's just it's just really it's bad but also really fun so yeah, like uh, yeah. resident evil i know exactly yeah. what you mean yeah exactly i was uh, expecting i was expecting you to say no not, not resident evil no i actually i find like that some of the resident evil movies i actually find they're they're like i i used to watch the i used to like really get hyped for them when i was young <laughs> and now you can tell james has joined joined the life yes um but i i used to watch that like for me i used to go to my local um like the french version of uh blockbuster uh and i used to um i i used to get those dvds like uh the resident evil films the cube movies were the other ones that i used to get really excited to watch the saw films as well and then some like really awful like Steven Seagal uh, action films. Yeah. <laughs> and I used to just watch them on repeat. I I loved them. And and Resident Evil, I I have a soft spot for those films. I have a weird kind of soft spot for um, Paul W S Anderson. Like I think Event Horizon is one of the <laughs> most bonkers films ever made. But I really love it. And I know that it's crap. But <laughs> I I adore that movie. And I'll watch it again and again and again, and still be kind of freaked out by it. I think sometimes <laughs> crap is worth. I mean, like like the war tomorrow, man. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you need a little crap in your life, you know. You need a little crap. You need a little crap. And uh, if you're looking for some crap, then yeah, maybe go and watch watch that. Which apparently Dan Zig has revealed that Amazon paid two hundred million to Paramount to acquire the Tomorrow War. Wow. Well, you might as well put two hundred million in the bin and burn it. <laughs> I mean, come Dude, on, I'm Paramount. telling you, it it looks good. I I mean, I think I think people, <laughs> it's if you like fun and explosions, it's like if you like uh, Transformers. Uh, oh well, no, I'm out then. <laughs> I mean, people go to watch Transformers, and it's like I grew up with Transformers, but it's just a bunch of shiny explosions. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like I'm I'm gonna go because of my fondness for Transformers, but it's like it's not always the best movie. No, you know, that's apart from the first one, they're they're all terrible. Yeah, those Transformers films. Uh, so I think we've we've about covered all the areas that we wanted to cover this evening. Apart from, what do you think of Zendaya and Tom Holland being together? I I think I saw a meme or it was a Twitter post or somebody. They're like, "Hey, we need to get some attention off of the uh, Lego yeah. co- costume yeah. leaks," and they're like, "Hold my beer, I got you." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah we got you Actually, covered. Who was that? I think it was someone quite 
famous that, that I don't know who know. said that, but it was pretty. It might have been. <laughs> yeah. It might have been Tom Holland. You know what I mean? Who knows? Uh, <laughs> but I saw it. I saw that on online somewhere. But yeah, um, good for them. Good for good for them. You know. I think they're just practicing a scene. That's and, cool. Uh, in the car, you know, they they're like they got a scene that they got to do, a romantic scene. They're like, let's practice. Let's Man, practice. you get to spend a lot of time with somebody, and uh, you know, you're gonna get you're gonna get feelings. And also, you live in a. That's what happens with all these with all these uh, star couples that they like work on movies and they have romances. It's like they already live in a bubble. So it's like yeah. you got people that work for you or people that it's a professional situation. It's not cool, and you're you're in a bubble, especially during a pandemic. So uh, if it's somebody you you hang out with, you enjoy, and and you start communicating, you spend all your time with, you work with them. I mean, why not go for it? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right, and that's. I mean, I think it's quite nice that we've got yet another, uh, another couple playing Peter Parker and MJ. It seems to happen quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um. Um. Again, will it will it last? Who knows? Who knows? And why are we talking about it? Who knows? <laughs> I know weird. you give uh, Amazon a lot of flack, Edward. Um. But yes. Bosch is top notch uh, production Fine. quality, and Bosch is amazing. <laughs> And I wanted to ask you. I wanted to ask you. Last week, you were talking about Hobbs and Shaw and how it switched to night in like the next scene, and you yeah. said it made a garbage movie. Yeah. Did you okay. watch it? No. But let me ask you. You like the John Wick films, right? <sighs> yes, I do. <laughs> okay. So at the end of John Wick two and the beginning of John Wick three, at the yeah. end of John Wick two, it's in the middle of the day, and then at the end of John Wick three, it's nighttime and it's raining. And there's only a 15 minute period, and his scar on his forehead went away. <laughs> I uh -oh. did not think about that one bit when I started watching John Wick three because I didn't watch John Wick two like right before it. Uh, I watched it quite a while before, so I, I didn't. It didn't but really. There's a logical me. explanation for that. Um, when I think it was like uh, 4:59 when the the <laughs> hour was almost up before he got hunted, and then. What's so funny? I don't know. I just like you've done all this like research. Five oh six p.m. is when sunset, so that would have been January eleventh of that year. <laughs> oh my God, James, is that what you've been doing? <laughs> yes, I've been sitting in my basement where it's cool and just researching sunsets and movies. <laughs> oh I, man, I that needs to be. I thought for sure he was going to be like. Uh, he was going to be like, yeah, it was 4.59 and then and he was going to cut himself yeah, off. I, I was just he, waiting for him to do that. He wanted to finish that point, didn't you, James? Yeah. I had to, but yeah. Bosch is uh, fantastic and there's some other good Amazon movies, uh, original movies that have come out and it's not all crap, um, but they want their big blockbusters. They're just, they're just a new studio trying out um, the Hollywood system and streaming too. And yeah. I think putting the Tomorrow War right on streaming and in theaters is in theaters, right? No, I think, I think it's no, just, I think it's just, just Well, I think that was a smart move. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's going to be all right. It's going to do well. I don't think it looks good. I mean, I had a choice to watch watch that, but I didn't watch it. So I, I am I looking can... forward to the Bosch uh, miniseries on IMDb TV. That's going to be interesting that Amazon is using. And I don't think that's going to do well. Like, who's going to watch stuff on IMDb TV? Yeah, that's a weird place to put it. Yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm excited about that because it continues... The Adventures of Bosch and Maddie and uh, Honey Chandler, and that's going to be really good because they—I don't know if you watched Bosch, but at the end of it, um, they're going to go into.
<laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, um, it, dude, if the fa- it looks good. The movie looks good. Like, the yeah. war tomorrow, it looks good. I, I'll tell you how it how it resolves, you know, but, it, I mean, it looks good. And it's like a Gerard Butler movie. <laughs> oh, no, not that it, one. It really is. I'm going to have to go watch uh, Geo. What is it? Geo? Geostorm. Geostorm. And I'll tell you how it rates next to oh, Geostorm. Let me ask you, with the Gerard Butler films, Clint, where do you start? Like, wasn't it uh, Channing at, Tatum that did the at first the beginning. one? I started at the beginning. Yeah? Okay. Wait, what do awesome. you mean? Oh, wait, wait, wait. No. What, what are you doing? The yeah. the Olympus has fallen in movie stuff. Didn't Channing Tatum start that franchise with Jamie no, Foxx? No, no, no. He, he did a film called White House Down, and it came oh. out exactly the same year as Olympus has fallen. Oh, it was like so they, uh, they an Armageddon came. kind of yeah. deep impact. Yeah, yeah. Armageddon, the abyss. Yeah. Uh, then, then, then there's like what? There's Olympus has fallen, then London has fallen, then Angel has fallen, then oh, it's Sparta that, has fallen. Sparta has fallen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jared Butler has fallen. Uh, <laughs> that's, just, that's literally just a video of him falling down. Uh, <laughs> and going, uh, I gotta save. Uh, this is my American accent. I gotta save the president of America. Really? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jared. Remember, there's one one of those films where they suddenly blame him. They're like, "Oh, you're the one that's behind everything." It's like, dude, have you not watched the last three films? This character <laughs> just is a hero, and then all of a sudden you're like, uh, "Gerald Butler is the the evil villain." It's like, and then he's like, "I gotta, I gotta, uh, gotta save." Uh, like, I can't even remember what he says. He's just going around going, "I gotta clear my name, clear my name." He's not saying that in the film. And I remember I I watched those movies, and I severely regret it. Yeah, I'm the, like, those did, films are terrible. Didn't you watch? Didn't you watch Clear and Present Danger? Clint Eastwood is a hero. It's <laughs> he's a hero. <laughs> How dare uh, you, sir? Yeah, but I, I th- I've got a lot of time for him. To be honest, I think he's quite. He seems like quite a fun guy as well, which uh, hey, is important to me. Gerard you know, Butler was amazing rock and roller. Yes, he yeah, he was, he's badass. He, I like him. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he is good. Uh, I wonder what he's doing next. <laughs> Have, have you guys seen Lupin? Independence Day 7. That's what he's doing next. <laughs> and yes, I have seen Lupin. Yeah, uh, I don't have the pronunciation quite of uh, my text. No! <laughs> I thought it was just Lupin. Lupin? You know? Lupin. Have With you guys seen Lupin? Seat. Hey, man, have you... have you guys seen Lupin? Man, that's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Lupin. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't seen Lupin, but it's uh, no, I have. <laughs> uh, yeah, the <laughs> I, I've I've seen like the first four episodes of that show, and it's actually really good. I, it's I'm so really, good. I'm really enjoying that show a lot. It's so good. Did I'm, you I'm watch? Not... Did you watch it in French or in English? French. Well, yeah, French. <laughs> I, I watched it with the overdubs. The overdubs are done really well. Yeah, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. It's, you know, I, I watch anime dubbed, so I know a lot of people might say that that's uh, sacrilegious, but I don't care. I watch yeah. everything with subtitles, and but I try not to watch anything dubbed. And Lupin, wait, I was gonna start watching, but it was dubbed. I'm like, no, I gotta, I gotta try and configure this. For wait, wait, let, let, let's do, let's, do, let's do the inter- let's do the reenactment of James Dean. I watch uh, everything uh, with that. Uh... <laughs> No, I never watch anything dubbed. I just I always watch the uh, the the things with the subtitles. You know, it's how it's supposed to be. Well, it takes yeah. you out of the moment. I just 
I just never learned to read, so I have to listen. I have James, to watch. What have you them. done? <laughs> um, Call it Sanchez, or you'll get a knuckle supper. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it was interesting. I listened to an interview. They, they, uh, I don't remember who they was somebody at Netflix, but they really went out of their way to do like high quality overdubs on on everything. They've they've yeah. really gone out of their way to like to just really increase uh, their audience to just a total global world audience. And so all of the new new stuff, they don't just it's not just stupid like like a uh, like. Uh, kung fu movies well that's the thing I, I think it comes from watching hong kong cinema i can't watch mm -hmm. it dubbed it just takes you right out of the moment and that explains why netflix doesn't have a budget for beards they put it all <laughs> under the dubbing yeah. all, all on overdubs i mean it's it's brilliant though they're it's their their global audience is it's crazy they've they've uh what's that movie the where they go into the cave and there's a time portal uh not in the movie oh. it's, a, it's a series it's a uh it's your it's European series. I think it's I think it's dark, dark. Yeah, that that show. Um, that is so good. That show. It's a fantastic show with the English overdubs. Like you don't even you can't even tell sometimes. And it's the same with with Lupin. Uh, with what about Hercules in New York where they dubbed Arnie Schwarzenegger? No, that one you could tell. <laughs> you know, you know that you know that whenever Arnold Schwarzenegger is dubbed into German, he doesn't dub himself because his apparently his Austrian accent. Is so pronounced the German audiences just they're like no what won't work because apparently he sounds that they said they said he sounds like a he's he's very his he comes from quite a rural part of Austria and they're like it just sounds too rural it's like it's, yeah <laughs> like, like if if you're UK based it's just like it's as if some you have like a a very famous actor that's English uh, but I don't know for some reason is in in France and when he speaks English. He sounds like a farmer, so he goes around like that, you know. Right? It's like, yeah. It just doesn't sound right. And uh, <laughs> I suppose the equivalent—I don't know what the equivalent would be in America. Probably. I can tell you. I can tell you right now. It. Uh, let's read. Oh this. yeah, from Fargo. Oh yeah. That's like <laughs> some. I'm having to read this. Can that's more Canadian. Oh uh, yeah, it's more Canadian. Some people are sorry. Uh, some, some people are impossible to please. As soon as they get what they thought they wanted, they may uh, always want more. Then be like. Some people are impossible to please. As soon as they get what they want, they thought they wanted much more. They don't need some redneck going up there, ding, dang, dong. You know what I'm saying, man? Like that. That's that's what they don't want. They want someone who is going to be articulate. Exactly. You can actually find uh, Hercules in New York um, uh, on YouTube, and it actually has uh, Arnie's original voice. Found it last week. So his German, really? his, his his yeah, his, and he, it's it's almost unintelligible because it's yeah. his first his first film, right? <laughs> uh, but I, I mean there's a, there's a lot of that I think I, if you guys are struggling to watch anything I would really really highly recommend L L Lupin or Lupus as people like to call I'd it I'd recommend Bosch Lupin. Bosch you do recommend Bosch uh, what else I have I watched the, I, I uh, just finished Kim's Convenience uh, season 5 was not good uh, but that's I thought you were going to say Burn Notice but oh, I'm still watching Burn Notice I, I kind of stopped because uh, it got a bit boring, to be honest. <laughs> same show saying, over and over. The same thing. It's like, who's the client this week? <laughs> if you need another one, uh, uh, Nikita is just like Burn Notice. It's the same show over and over again. So you can just watch it as you're going to bed. And if you fall asleep, it doesn't matter. You didn't miss anything because you've yeah. already seen the episode. 
Fringe, oh, Fringe was another show that I oh, really loved. Fringe was so good. Yeah, I stopped around season four though. Yeah, it got bad after that. Yeah. Got, like last few seasons weren't very good. It gets it gets better. It has some lulls in it, but it's like I really love that show because they complete they finished the show out. It had a it had a solid ending, and it was just it was just solid. You know, you fell in love with the characters, and and it was cool. Like unlike Kim's convenience, uh, which has just stopped. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Leone there was... films have weird dub bits, but it's Leone, so yeah. But that doesn't yeah. count because everything's dubbed. It's but also it all the... shot silent. Yeah, and the Leone films, they they basically most of the actors in that are Italian. Yeah. So so they they, they couldn't speak English, so they, exactly. they had they had to dub them. And that happened a lot in Italy. Like uh, it's, Italian cinema is full of that. Like a lot of films were filmed in Italy with Italian actors and then dubbed into English afterwards for Hollywood audiences, but it was actually made for Hollywood. Yeah, it's, it's like Sabato with uh, Yul Brenner. Yeah, yeah, it happens all the time. It's all the spaghetti westerns. Yeah, and and if we've found anything out that like, especially with the Disney Plus shows, it's very important to look at <laughs> who does the dubbing because that's where everything is revealed. Yeah, <laughs> but did you know in Bosch they actually used the LAPD police station? They shot uh, after the shift. Yeah, so that's James the actual Dudes. one they use. Should we do another show for you, just like the Bosch show or something? The Bosch show, the <laughs> Titus Wellover show. <laughs> um, right. What What else do we? I suppose we, we've kind of uh, explored all avenues tonight. Um, yeah. What I wanted to do uh, to end the show, uh, I, I wanted because uh, James, you're on the show. Basically, uh, Richard E. Grant um, released his, uh, and James is gone. But I'm going to end. I'm going to end with this. Richard E. Grant has released his uh, his reaction to Loki episode five, so I think you should watch it. I've just seen Loki episode five, and it's everything you'd hoped it would have been. I cheered, I cried, I fist pumped the air. It's everything, just everything you could have hoped it would have been. I'm so excited for you to see it. Just seen Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, and nothing prepares you for this. I cheered, I shouted, I fist pumped the air, I cried. I stood and cheered. It's absolutely everything that you hoped it was going to be. I'm so, I'm so proud to be in it, and I can't wait for you to see it. There you have it. I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym. I'm getting the feeling of coming at home. I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage when I pump up. When <laughs> There we go. That, and I think we can end the show on You're that. Gonna bomb get copyrighted strike for that. Uh... No, I'm not. What? What is that? <laughs> that's that's just sent oh, sent God. to me by Richard E. Grant. Is it the Wows? <laughs> oh no! Wows. Wow. Is he getting it in there? Wow. I'm here in the multiverse. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. I got this sweet. I got the sweet mustache. Wow. <laughs> he looks it looks really weird. <laughs> Edward, it's... what's going on, man? Wow. Wow. 
Why why is this happening, man? <laughs> uh another show I'm watching on Netflix is Manifest. That's really good, too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Where's my jet ski? <laughs> I laughed. I cried. <laughs> I fist pumped the air. Where's my freaking jet ski? <laughs> I'm Loki. Where's my freaking jet ski, man? I want my jet ski. That's, that's too aggressive for him. He'd be too, way too. He'd be way do more. The, do the Edward Clint voice, Anna. <laughs> Clint, do In, your Edward voice. Indeed, Clint. Today. Oh, you're doing the graphic? I do. Clint, I have to find it. That's okay. <laughs> this is this is Loki into the Loki verse. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bananas. <laughs> and for some reason, we still have eleven people watching. Wow, <laughs> we've ended the show about five times. <laughs> See. The, the, it's, it's like business, you know, business as usual when it's just me and Clint. Then James comes and it just creates all havoc. Yeah. Makes, makes Clint go, Yeah. <laughs> no, Clint, you haven't got it, have you? I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> well, I suppose. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and I waited for this. I waited. Hamada burger. Hamada. And you wonder why you waited so long for something so disappointing. See, he wasn't involved to begin with, and now he's getting it. Now he's getting it all in. <laughs> right to the end. Ashley, self master. Cocainum. Clint, oh, there it is. You, need, you need to figure out your your file management system. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> Hello, Clint. Welcome to another episode of Small Screen. I'm not Clint. It's brilliant. Hello, I'm Edward Lauder. Cheerio. Do the side off. Tell where they can follow you, Edward. You can find me. You can find. find you can, that, now he's Australian. You can find me at edwardlauder.com. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. I don't brilliant. own edwardlauder.com. I'm not Edward Lauder. Um, it, it's brilliant. I don't know, Clint. Um, cool. See you later. <laughs> God. And then James pisses off. He, he, uh, he, he, he creates one habit. Of the, the two Clints, uh, the two Edwards. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was great. 
We actually gained a, a viewer out of that. <laughs> oh dear. Oh god. Okay. So yeah, where you can find uh, Clint uh, pretending to be Edward Lauder at the you OG can, Clint Baker. <laughs> you can find me at James's house. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. There yeah. we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that looks scarily accurate as well. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't do overdubs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Small screen co everywhere. Uh, Clint, like, yeah, Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash small screen co. Thank you to Bobby Anderson, Danzig79, the sax god, Sean Harrigan, and uh, Jane, yeah, small screen co, EJ Lauder, all that. You, you know, you know where to go. <laughs> Let's end the show. I'm gonna die. <laughs> whenever, I'm Clint, a- whenever you pretend to be me, you always say absolutely brilliant. I don't remember ever saying that in my life. All the time. Uh, I, I always think I say it's rubbish. Everything's rubbish. It's rubbish. <laughs> it, it's rubbish, Clint. <laughs> I've got to take Loki out for a walk. That's, that's, that's James thinking Mando actually. Oh. <laughs> Captain Clint of Slayer. All right. All right. Che- cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Bye. Bye.